Hello and welcome back to the Three Pillars Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Tobin, a.k.a. Tobinator, the Motivator. And this is episode 89, Why Do Bad Things Happen to Good People? I know that's a long title, but that's a question that's been coming up here recently, so I feel like I should address it. Anywho, the Three Pillars Podcast, this is the podcast where we focus on those three pillars of fitness, spiritual, mental, and physical fitness, to help us grow closer on our walk uh, with God on this journey we call life. Uh, if you're a first-time viewer, welcome. Appreciate you being here. If you're watching us on YouTube or Rumble or Odyssey or Locals or wherever, please let me know how you're doing. Drop a comment, like it, share it to the winds. That's the best way we help this show grow. Uh, if you're listening to this on Apple, Spotify, uh, Amazon, wherever Pandora, wherever you're uh, listening to the podcast, please do the same thing. Share the show. Uh, if you, Like I said, if you're new, if you're a returning listener, I appreciate you guys being back. It's always an honor to sit here and uh, chat with you guys once a week and just kind of get some things off our chest. So a um, little bit of housekeeping, check out the Three Pillars Podcast website. It's just going to help you kind of uh, keep this kind of all in one spot where we've got everything going on. You've got workouts, you've got motivational quotes, you've got my Twitter feed, you've got uh, the blogs. Uh, everything's right there. There's a podcast player that you can listen directly from the website uh, to this, whatever, you know, instead of wherever you normally listen to. Uh, also check out uh, Good Pods. Good Pods is an app that lets you uh, discover other podcasts, not just the 10 big ones that are out there, but little guys like me. And you can rate them and review and uh, kind of share those with that little community as well. It's pretty awesome. It's like kind of like Goodreads if you guys are into uh, to that from books. Uh, currently, we are number two. Uh, on the weekly Christian uh, podcast platforms. That's awesome uh, being on that site. It's really going to help uh, get the word out. So I uh, very much appreciate you guys heading over there, rating and reviewing all of my episodes. Keep us up in the top 10. That's awesome. Um, we're going to talk about why bad things happen to good people today. Um, I want to keep this kind of short and sweet. Uh, I think I've got a pretty solid explanation for it. Um, but you guys let me know what you think when we get done with all this. So without further ado, uh, let us pray and get this party started. Heavenly Father, we love you. We worship you. We thank you. We praise you. We thank you for, especially this week, for what you did on the cross to being Holy Week this week. Lord, without you and your love for us, we would be in a very bleak and dismal existence. And God, I thank you for bringing life into our lives and for helping us when the times are bad and understanding why these things happen because it's all part of a, of a plan. It's all part of uh, our free will as well, Lord. Thank you for giving us that, for, being, for giving us the opportunity to learn and grow through all kinds of adversities and all kinds of wonderful times in our lives. Lord, I ask you to be with me today. Give me the words to say. Give anybody listening the eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to receive anything that can grow them closer to you. Lord, I ask this in the most holy name of Jesus. Amen. All right. So why do bad things happen to good people? Well, the very short answer to that is that this world was, was originally it was made a perfect place, but the first two humans rebelled. And so suffering was brought into the earth. So to make that even shorter, it's choice. The choices that have been made from that point forward have brought suffering and sin into the world. Right there at the very beginning in Genesis, Eve was, um, I, we talked about it before, the, you know, the kind of road to hell's path, uh, painful good intentions. I think she literally thought she, she, she was 
greeted by this angel of light, this the, the Nakash, the flaming serpent, the seraphim angel, which is the devil uh, now. Um, he was, he seemed pretty normal. You know, I mean, it wasn't a talking snake like the, the cartoons and stuff are. It would have been an Elohim. It would have been a spiritual being. It would have been akin to the, one of the, the angels. And that would have been normal because they were walking with God. They were walking with their creator. They were walking in a, in a, almost an ethereal state. That's Eden was this kind of perfect little place. And not knowing that she was already walking with God. So she was going to be as God. She was getting knowledge from God. That was another promise that, that the serpent gave was, you know, you have all this knowledge of good and evil. Well, you're, you were going to learn all that from God himself, but you, you know, kind of cast that out and you would be immortal, basically. You know, you're going to live forever. They were already immortal. They were already going to live, you know, for eternity with God. But by eating of the tree of knowledge of good and evil and taking in the breaking of the one rule they had, I brought suffering and pain into the earth. So starting with that choice, look at where you're at now. There's a lot of good people out there. Why do bad things happen to them? Why do people get mugged? Why do they get um, our diseases? Why do, you know, why do all these things happen? Well, it may not be their specific choice. Sometimes you might have to look back a couple generations at the choices of your parents, your grandparents, your great-grandparents. What were they into? If you're kind of legacy at some point in your bloodline has a deficiency because of, you know, poor eating habits. Now you're more prone to, uh, to this particular disease, let's just say. And that some of that stuff's, some of these diseases that we pass on are hereditary. Uh, some of them are prevented, uh, can be prevented. Some of them you might just have a marker for it and can be triggered by X, Y, and Z. So there's some of these diseases, let's just use that as, that as an example is a bad thing that happens to good people because it's kind of a hereditary thing that's been passed down because, you know, your bloodline has been weakened at some point in it. Um, why do people get in, in car accidents? Well, because somebody made the choice to drive drunk and slam into you. Somebody uh, wasn't paying attention. They were texting and driving. They swerved into you. Somebody decided it would be cool to run a red light and then T-boned you. Sometimes accidents just happen, right? But there's all these choices that people make daily are what lead to the suffering of other people. You know, I'm not saying I always drive at 10 and 2 right at the speed limit, but I generally try to pay attention to what's going on around me when I'm driving. You know, you start asking why. It's not always because, you know, God's cursed you and, you know, he doesn't curse us. He loves us, right? Um, it's it's because there's just choices that go on around us. So it's not always, you know, fate or luck or all these things that we like to, to talk about. Sometimes it's just as simple as just the choices that people make. Why did people get, you know, why are people uh, stuck in a, in a situation where they're financially not healthy? Maybe their parents hadn't, didn't set them up properly, didn't teach them the right skills. Maybe their parents, parents didn't give, maybe your grandparents didn't pass it on to your parents. And now you've got to kind of figure it all out for yourself. But at some point, all the choices that people have made, and it comes down to you, now you, if you are, can, you know, have the maturity to take a step back and look at, you know, like a 40,000 foot view of your life. Where am I strong? Where am I de deficient? How can I turn these deficiencies into, into strengths? That's what's going to help you be a more well-rounded person. Um, you think of, you know, bad things happen to good people. Look at, look at Job. 
very righteous person, and he was, and that's you know, it's a story. There's no, not Job may have may not have been a real person, but it's a it's a good story when you think about it. That um, and some people argue that he was. I'm not going to go here or there, but if you just look at the content of Job, everything was taken from him uh, because of the devil was saying that this man's so righteous, but if you take everything from him, he'll turn away from you. And so God said, no, he's, he's a righteous person. He will be uh, true to me to the end. And he had faith in Job. Um, knowing full well that Job was going to do what, what happened to Job, that he was going to stay righteous. All those other guys that came in, some of Job's friends were coming in and telling him, you know, you shouldn't be righteous to the Lord. He's, he's taking these things away from you and blah, blah, blah. And Job was basically like, it's not the Lord that's, that's done this. It's the, the choices in the world, these evil things in the world, the suffering that's in the world. Um, yeah, I understand that, that things happen, and, and, but at the end of the day, the Lord is my rock. He's my salvation. He's, he's, he provides everything for me. And what happened? Job got everything back like sevenfold at the end of the book, right? Because he, he maintained his, his composure. He maintained, you know, we've talked about before, when you hit rock bottom, if that rock bottom is Jesus, then... That's all you need. The Lord will provide. Now, again, that's a, just a, a very, um, very worst case scenario story there uh, with Job. But if you think about it in your own life, keep your eyes fixated on the Lord. I know that we pray for, you know, I, Lord, I hope that this, you know, a relative is sick with some disease or has it been a car wreck? Please, you know, bring him through this, make it a miracle, you know, let them be healed. The Lord can obviously make that happen, but the Lord also knows the fate of people too. So if, if the person dies in this plane, they're right with, with the Lord, they spend eternity in heaven, you see them again later. Sometimes the prayers are answered immediately and that person's purpose is, continued, uh, to, is needed and is continued here on earth. So you can't let uh, prayers that are seemingly unanswered um, deter you or, or shift your focus away from God. He answers everything exactly the way it's supposed to be. You know, if I'm praying for this sick relative and they live and you're, my friend's sick relative passed away of the same thing, well, does Jesus not love me as much as he loves you? No, it's just there's these choices that have come down the, the pike from each person's life scenario that maybe this person's body was better capable of, of withstanding cancer or, or whatever it might be. And they were able to fight it off better because they've been healthier and they've lived a healthier life and made better choices. Maybe this person over here was not quite equipped for it. And then it was just their body giving out. And it's time for them to go uh, be with the Lord in heaven. You can't always blame things and say, oh, God, just he hates me. And so he's, he's not answering my prayers. Not the case. If you've got relationship issues, you're trying to work on yourself and bring a, um, you know, get involved in a relationship. There's a lot of people out there right now really struggling to find a solid, you know, uh, mate as it were, you know, a husband, a wife, you know, that forever partner, right? Um, it's very difficult because sometimes they have to work on themselves and they're just expecting God to just drop a, a man or drop a woman in their life and make everything all better. Sometimes you got to work on yourself, make your choices, your own internal things better for yourself. That way, that way you can attract somebody else, have that partner be there. And you, maybe you could be that partner for somebody else who's, who's looking. Maybe that's the answer to the question. Maybe it's not you need a, a woman or a man to make your life better and fix you. Maybe you got to fix yourself using the Lord, using these three pillars we talk about all the time. And maybe poof, you'll pop into somebody's life that you can help them. So, you know, it's not always about, 
you know, you and your wants and needs. You, maybe, yeah, you got to work on yourself. But when you do and you work on yourself, somebody else may, you know, be placed in your life to help you out with that. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. Let me know if that makes sense. Drop in the comments. I think that makes sense. Um, but that's, you know, because uh, that, and, and that, that applies to people who say, oh, why can't I find a a good uh, husband or a good wife or a good man or a good woman out there? Um, and they, they get into that, that whole, uh, you know, I'm a good person. Why is this? Why can I? Why can't this happen for me? You know, it happened for that person over there and they're a scumbag or whatever it might be choices, all these choices and that initial rebellion that brought the suffering into the world. There's a lot of other things that go on to that. But again, I'm trying to keep this as simple as possible. The perfect example, and it says Holy Week, of, you know, why do bad things happen to good people? Jesus was the perfect person. He was lived a sinless life. But he was put on this earth because the Cumulative choices of humanity, our sin, past, present, and future, are the reason he was brought to this earth to redeem us and bring us salvation from that sin. There was no reason he needed to be killed. If you're looking at it, just objectively speaking, why did they kill Jesus? They, they, there was no reason to. He upset their power structure, the religious elite at the time, were thinking that the Romans were going to come down and be like, who is this Jesus guy? Why is he, you know, kind of usurping your power? We're going to come, you know, squash you guys a little bit more because, you know, you can't control the masses. They were worried about that. They were worried he's kicking the money changers out of the temple. Uh, and so they lose some some money because they were changing money for a fee in the, in the temple, right? He was raising people from the dead. He was doing the miracles. He was doing the whole Messiah thing. They didn't like that because that... Um, uh, disrupted their power structure. So they didn't, they, they're, so by their choices, their greed and all that stuff, that's the reason that led to him being, you know, crucified there, uh, um, there in Jerusalem. They killed him because they were conspiring to kill him. But he knew he was going to die. He had to die because that was the plan. That's how he defeated ultimately death for all of us. Gave us salvation and eternal life because that was the plan. That Paul says if the devil and the, and the demons and everybody knew the plan and knew that, that, that uh, that's what he was supposed to die for, they wouldn't have killed him. But he tricked them. And he rose from the dead on the third day. You'll, you know, you guys are following along this week. Um, you guys are watching this probably Good Friday. Um, it is a Good Friday because that the event led to the goodness. It was a tragic day, obviously, and the hope seemed lost. But Jesus rose. He rose from the dead. He was resurrected. He overcame it. He took all of that on himself, every sin, past, present, present, future, because he loves us and he will never stop loving us. No matter how miserable we are as people, he still loves us. He'll be a little disappointed. He'll make sure that we are judged accordingly, but he still loves us. Bad things will happen in your life. But you can't always point the finger at, you're not always going to point the finger at God. 
Take a look at your life circumstance. Are the choices that you make daily or have made in the past affecting you right now? Was your past, you know, you look back 10 years, what were you doing then that could have set you up for a better uh, state you're in right now? What can you do now to set yourself up your, your 10 years in the future? What can you do now to, to change that behavior and make and set yourself up for a better future? Look at your kids. Look at if you're, I don't know who all listens to this. Mostly it's my age people, but there's a little few older people. Look at your grandkids. How can you bestow something in them and continue on the legacy? The most important thing you can do is teach them about Jesus. Then you can keep them physically fit. And then you can fill their minds and, and keep them smart. <laughs> the three pillars of fitness. Um, that's how you set up. And that's how you change the future. I hope this helps. I hope that made sense. Um, I know it's still kind of hard to wrap your mind around it because we do feel suffer. We do, do experience grief. We do experience loss. We do um, deal with all that stuff on the regular. And while some of these things are terrible, just understand that it is mostly due to uh, your purpose in life. But this, the choices that have been made, not, again, not just by you, though, but people around you. I could be just walking down the street, minding my own business, doing something completely normal, nothing out of the ordinary, and don't see a car and I get smacked by a car and die. You know, Lord, please, you know. <laughs> please no but that's because somebody else wasn't paying attention again your past ancestors may have been doing something that you know some people call it a generational curse some people will, will call it just not planning on the future now you've got to deal with the repercussions of that I don't care if you're black white purple green wherever you are on this earth is wherever your ancestors ended up being so if you're in China, you're in the United States, you're in England, and you were born there, there's not much you can do to change where you were born. You can't. So then you've got to take where you're at and take your specific situation make the best of it that you possibly can. Because, again, your ancestors got you there. Now what do you do? What do you want to do? Do you want to move? Do you want to stay there? Do you want to change your community? Do you want to get out of there because it's a bad place? There's a lot of things you can do, but you've got to make the choice to get out of whatever maybe negative situation you're in. And if you're in a positive situation, how do I increase the positivity around me as much as possible and spread the gospel while you're at it? Guys, that's all I got. I appreciate y'all tuning in as always. Um, I hope that was edifying. I hope that maybe put some more, some things, gave you a little bit more of a, uh, more clarity uh, in all this. I know the world's crazy. I know it's crazy. Um, but our Redeemer lives. He lives and he, and he loves you and he's given you salvation if you'll accept him in his, into you, if you will accept him into your heart and let your body be the temple uh, that he talks about. Okay. I hope you all have a fantastic uh, Easter weekend. Uh, rest, recover, devote yourself to prayer. This week is, is unlike any other week. We shouldn't treat it like just any other week. Uh, it is Holy Week for a reason. Um, God bless you all. I love you. Uh, Jesus loves you more than I ever could. All right. Uh, please uh, share the show. That's the way we grow. Share the show. That's the way we grow. Uh, I appreciate you all again for the bottom of my heart for tuning in. We're going to end with a quick word of prayer as always and kick you guys out for a wonderful Easter. All right. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, 
Thank you for loving us. We praise your name. We know that when you speak, mountains move. When you speak, life indwells in us. We know that you can calm the seas and you can stop space and time if you just wanted to. And for a brief moment this weekend, Lord, we know that time was basically stopped, that hope was lost. But don't let us lose hope, Lord. Help us keep our eyes on you. Despite all the craziness in the world, despite the things that happen, despite the negativity, our hope is in you, Lord Jesus. Let that hope shine through us this weekend. At the rising of the third day, the rising of the sun, we find that empty tomb and know you are alive and well and are, and are here for us, Lord, because you love us. Thank you so much, Lord. I ask that anybody tuning into this right now, anybody listening to this, give them faith beyond measure. Give them strength beyond measure that we can go all go out and be mighty warriors for you and profess the good news that Jesus lives. Lord, I ask this in your most holy name. Amen. Guys, this is the Three Pillars Podcast. I'm Chase Tobin, a.k.a. Tobinator the Motivator. Have a very happy Easter. We'll see you next week. Tobinator out.